The Protectors of the Wood episode series. Episode 13, New Developments. Abby jogged the rest of the way to the field and cut through the woods near Glenda's house to the spot where she'd hidden the bike under the mountain laurel. She rode quickly up Grove Avenue all the way to the wide, semicircular driveway of the Todd farmhouse. The blue truck was parked in front of the doorway. Glenda and Tiny were waving goodbye to Rose. They waited as Abby, sweating and breathing hard, rode up to them. The day had grown hot in the bright sun. Abby leaned the bike against the truck and hugged Tiny and then Glenda. Rose exclaimed, Oh, how perfect. You're back, safe and sound. Can you come in tomorrow at nine? The children and the parents are all asking for you. Yes. Abby was happy to reply. I hope my papers are okay. Um, have they been approved? No word yet, but that's not unusual. Bureaucracy, you know. Don't be discouraged. I'll call to bother them when I have a free moment. But, uh, now I'm needed inside. Our afternoon group is bigger than ever now that summer is ending. See you tomorrow. Rose rushed off. Glenda studied Abby for a few seconds. You look a little different, but in a good way. I guess you've come out of this crisis okay. Thank God. Is there a crisis? What is that? Oh, you know the storm at church last Sunday. Why has everyone been worried about Abby and not about other people? Except Kayla. They worry about her. What's up with Kayla? Abby was trying to avoid talking about herself but was also surprised to feel a jolt of fear. They thought she had the flu, but it was a light case, or maybe a stomach virus. Pretty bad on Sunday night. But she's better, and we're going to visit her now. Tiny will stay for a play date, and maybe I can stop by the churchyard and see you for a while. Would that be okay? I'd love it. In an hour or a little more. I'm having lunch at Sammy's with Sule and probably Nico. Can we come too? And disappoint Kayla? She hasn't seen friends all week. No, no. But I want to have lunch with Sule and Nico too. How do you know them? At the festival. Nico helps us with soccer. It does tricks. He likes Sule. She gave us a great photo of Tiny and another one with the whole group of friends. But we'll see Sule and Nico another time. Come, we're having lunch with Ellen and Kayla. Tiny seemed reluctant to leave and stood looking at Abby. Is there going to be a war? At dinner the other night, they were talking about a war. Someone said the world may come to an end. What does that mean? Abby looked at Glenda for guidance, and Glenda shrugged and rolled her eyes. Well, I'm not sure what they were talking about. It will take us some time to understand it better. But right now I agree with Glenda. 
It's important not to disappoint Kayla. That's a good thing you can do right now. One thing I'm sure of, if we have a good thing we can do, we should do it. Tiny seemed satisfied with this answer and nodded. And so, they were off in the blue truck. And Abby headed down the hill toward town. She decided to avoid the entrance to the churchyard and the possibility of reporters waiting for her at the gate. Abby didn't think they'd ever give up. And so she rode all the way to Main Street, crossed over past Sule's store again, and took a left on Stable Lane. In half a block, she reached the soccer field behind the toy store and coffee shop. Customers were having lunch at the outdoor tables, and the back door was open. Abby brought her bike up the steps and leaned it against the wall of the store. Nico spotted her and waved her over to a booth with him and Sule. Abby joined them and waved to Stephanie, who was bringing sandwiches to the lunchtime crowd. Stephanie called to Sammy, and he came out from behind the counter and walked over to welcome Abby. Shannon, Stephanie's partner that day, joined them with hugs and hellos at the back of the store. Am I happy to be home? We're still hoping you'll come back to work. But Shannon here and her friend Jasmine have picked up the slack, so we'll survive these crowds. It's been a busy week. We're popular. Nico looked at Sammy. What about a job for me? You always pick the girls. Uh, We've discussed this before. No job without working papers. It's that simple. We have plenty of work. But in a couple of weeks, you'll all start school. We already have to schedule around your soccer practices. You'll have weekend games. But get your papers, and we'll fit you in where we can. Talk to Shannon's father. He'll be at the church tonight. He'll help you. Sammy shrugged helplessly, as if he were frustrated at every turn. But Abby knew he was enjoying every minute. The last few months had made him feel ten years younger. He loved the new burst of energy in Middletown. In a moment, the workers were all back at their posts, and Nico, Abby, and Sule looked at each other, realizing that they had suddenly become a team of sorts. There's a lot to tell you, a lot to talk about. Sule nodded. Let's hurry. It's our job to bring her up to speed. Like, you want to start? I'll just describe the beginning. Then, you take it. They leaned forward with very serious faces. Abby reminded herself to just listen. And listen some more. Okay. You may not be aware that my brother and I started working for Phoebe the night of the last concert when the watchers and the police were hunting you. You know what I'm talking about. You know what happened. We realized that it wasn't going to stop. So we met with Phoebe again when they reopened the store. My father started getting worried about Gio and me and decided to keep Gio home at night. So I needed another partner. I could tell Phoebe was worried all the time, though she tried not to show it. She finally said, it's become too dangerous for us. So Suli and I thought up another way to protect you. 
I went and bought a phone at Sule's, and she told me how to use it. And we presented our plan to Phoebe. She said no, but we went ahead anyway and started taking pictures of the stalkers, understanding how they were working. Phoebe realized we were going ahead with her or without her. So she began to help us, supervising us. That's what she calls it. She wants to protect you and keep us out of trouble. He looked over at Sule. How was that? Good. Very good. Shannon brought three sandwiches, coffee, and lemonade. I want to be in this meeting, too. It's not fair. You'll have to catch us up tonight. We won't be left out. She gave them a determined stare and headed back to her job. Sule looked back at Nico. I'll take it from here. As you can see, Nico and I became partners. And we know a lot more than you think. We started hanging out at the greenhouse with Sarah and Stephanie and Callie. And like, we learned fast. Sarah made plans to use our photos and we linked up a whole cluster of people to spread news, kids at Evansville College, fans of the band, people at Stephanie's uncle's newspaper, kids around here and in Half Moon. And then when the storm hit and the mob chased you, all our work grew like a miracle. And suddenly, the Morphe people had a real setback, an actual defeat. We started spreading photos and videos of the band too. And Callie wants to use all our stuff. Sarah got us paid by the Evansville record. But the problem was, we were still worried about you. We realized you needed us. All the kids started worrying about you. Phoebe says you're the most important person in the whole project. The band says so too. Sule came to a stop. Her eyes began to tear up. Abby bit her tongue and waited. You were gone. Shh. Abby put her finger across her lips. Nobody knew where you were. Anything could have happened. Phoebe promised you'd come back, and we had to be ready. So we made a plan. Callie and I are starting classes at Evansville, and Sarah got me an internship at her newspaper because it fits in with her uncle's plans. He really wants news about Middletown and you, Abby, you. Sarah wants to know what we can publish and what we can't publish. So I'm supposed to be your assistant and work with Nico to protect you and with Sarah to figure out what stories she can write. Sule's eyes started blinking back tears. And it's so much fun. We never want it to end. Say yes, please. It's a good thing. Yes, 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 yes. Nico clapped his hands. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Episode 14 is coming soon. To hear all the episodes, please visit us at www.protectorsofthewood.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram by looking for Protectors of the Wood book series. Through
heaven and earth a tree is growing around the world a river flowing we can travel by secret ways like a shadow through our days follow me Climbing. 